All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of IEEE podcast. Uh, today, we have Suraj Jagannath, a fourth-year IEEE uh, student who is from IEEE, and he recently got an admit from PU Delft in Netherlands, and he uh, is uh, here today to actually speak about his entire journey from uh, joining college, how he got his, found his passion to actually applying to uh, various internships, to talking about the various projects he did, and finally also landing this admit uh, right now in the month of November itself. So hi, Suraj, can you just introduce yourself? Hello, Chandan. I hope everyone's doing well. I'm Suraj. I'm a final year electrical student, as how Chandan said. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Looking forward to having this podcast. All right. So yeah, Suraj, uh, just tell me about before college, like back in 11th and 12th, how did you uh, decide that you wanted to actually take up Triple uh, E and what is your plan before college started? So wh what is the general, you know, prelude to this entire thing? Yeah, so usually when we study in India, doing a plus two, it's really hectic with all the J coaching. So one thing I realized was, I like the math aspect. Whenever we studied PCM, I really liked the math. And I specifically didn't like the physics in 11th. And I really enjoyed the 12th physics. That's basically electricity, magnetism, etc. So that naturally made me inclined towards EC or electrical. And there was also another aspect that from 9th itself, I didn't have an inkling towards computer science. I really didn't enjoy coding as such. So considering all those factors and my interests in physics and math, I decided to opt for electrical or EC. And based on my ranking, I did take that. My whole focus while joining college was to focus on core electrical. But during my 11th and 12th, I also did economics because I, I honestly believe that all the in, for engineers, it's really important to have an idea of what they're building and to know where they're actually selling it. So yeah, that was my background then that's yeah yeah and before college started like what is your plan did you decide back then itself that you wanted to go for masters for sure no no absolutely not so during i just took my first years slowly and i decided to like explore everything because there's so many options in an engineering college so i did join some uh i came with an empty mind i didn't come with any preconceived notions so I decided to try everything. I went, I got into some, some marketing teams and some other teams as well. And eventually by the end of first day, I realized that no, that nothing of those were what I actually liked. So I actually liked working and studying the EC and electrical core courses. And that's pretty much it. So, yeah. Okay. So did you do any like projects or anything technical in your first year? Like what, are, what all did you do in your first year apart from that? So during my first year, I just attended all the events that were in college that's conducted by all clubs, et cetera. And uh, we had, during our courses, I took the reference documents or reference textbooks they give and read through them. However, during, while I was in, approaching the end of the second semester, I realized the summer will be fully free. So I decided to take up SMPs from each technical club to know what they're doing. So that's where I actually found the interest that, yeah, I want to do something related to technical. So if there's anyone who's joining college now, I'd recommend them to take these mentorship projects or 
uh, summer mentorship programs in the summer to actually find out what you are actually interested in all right so um, when uh, second year is considered like one of the most important years because that's the year when we actually like you know enter our branch and have all the subjects from our branch as such so uh, how was that and what were like some of your you know what were some of the difficulties you faced how did you overcome them what projects did you do how was second year like so second year was a drastic jump with respect to our courses there suddenly we are going deep we are deep diving into whatever we are it's expected to learn the first year was just an overview and uh, compared to other colleges the electrical curriculum in our college is pretty shallow they don't go into the depth and the courses itself are not too technical and the course tests also don't test you too much so eventually we speaking to seniors i soon realized that we'll have to do the studying on our own and that's pretty good so that you can actually figure out if you like it so the best thing that you could do is utilize the time to work on some projects so by the end of my third sem i decided to work under a prof so working on we worked on like some solar based projects so that's pretty much it for second year yeah okay and did you what all technical clubs as such and did you do any projects there like did those help as such yes so i i joined i trip in my second year and the projects there was with the was with the seniors and they told me to probably go and speak to a prof to work on another project as well so my project with idripl itself was one of the reasons why i decided to work and work more in the domain that's power electronics so it is so my major learning has been through these projects and myself learning from these courses and the documents and the textbooks i've referred so one of the most important factors as an electrical student is that we get our schedule is very light so we actually have a lot of time to work ourselves and go and we approach professors so my fourth semester was mostly spent in the lab itself okay awesome so um like what um, you know uh, with respect to uh, coming to uh, in second year itself uh, when was uh, second and third year when was the time when you realized that research was what was meant for you and that actually the entire job scenario was not something which you'd like to pursue yes so it's a good question so when i entered my third year i started the obviously internship season came up and i applied for companies where i thought it was relevant it was relevant basically core electrical or electronic based companies however as the year got on i just randomly started applying to few companies and then after a certain moment i spoke to a few friends and family families of family of mine and then decided that i have to have a clear idea as to what i actually want to do i had just been working on projects and learning stuff so that's so basically by the end of my fifth sem is when i sat out and thought exactly on what i wanted to do and i realized I actually liked working in labs and working in power electronics so that's when i decided i want to do a masters and go ahead with that so after that i just stopped applying for internships and uh, i started mailing professors for other opportunities yeah okay um what about gpa like um uh, how important is gpa and like um how were you able to actually do 
in the with respect to GPA and do you feel uh, just tell me how important you think this uh, GPA as such has been for uh, the entire journey and uh, if a person has it low then how do they actually counter it? Yeah, so GPA is one of the most important points that every first year discusses even when I went to my second year or third year I have heard many first years talk about it. So one of the most important factors that one must consider is it's just a number in the end. It's just one of the data points people consider. So they would like to talk with respect to two aspects. So you either go for a placement or you try to go towards the industry or you go towards a research profile. So if for applying for placements or internships that's in campus, GPA is just a cutoff. You just need to clear that. And after that, they have their entire procedure and it they really don't look at your CGPA. They just look at what you have done. So if you're inclined towards that, it's really important to have very good fundamentals and foundation of your course. And some the, with the course structure that we have in college, it's not necessary that a good understanding translates to a good CGPA. However, when it goes to the academic section or academic profile where you want to do research, having a CGPA of about 8 or 8.5 is really important. And that's because that's some sort of reference when they see your transcript. However, I've seen many people with a low CG that's below 8 as well or below 7.5 who have got really good admits. So the most important factor they consider is whether your projects and whether your letter of recommendations are good. So that's through their motivation letter, which is also called statement of purpose or and the LOR. So most importantly, it doesn't matter if you have a high CG and you do not have good projects. It's really important to have the balance. So I, I would recommend everyone to work on, with good projects under professor. And it's really important that you work under professor so that you have some sort of credibility to what you do. Also, it's really important to have good internships with great mentors so that they can testify as to what you're doing. So okay. that's it. But with respect to CG, it's important to have something about eight, but if you can definitely cover it up with great projects and great references. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking about internships, like where all have you interned, like all the internships in this entire four years and what all have you done in each of the places? And, uh, how has yeah, so it helped as such? Yes, yeah, so I've interned at three places. I've had three internships. That's Fluxgen, IAC, and Infineon. That Infineon is my SEMOF internship that's going on right now. So Fluxgen was at my at the end of my third semester. It was just for a month, and we basically worked on a product that they have been doing, and we finished it and ended up presenting it at IAC. So I just learned more about product design and how to actually design a board and finish it. It was a short duration internship, but I figured out, but I got what I wanted to learn from that. And I had a good starting point. I would recommend everyone to like aim for different aspects in each internship and not do internships in the same field as such. Try, try to learn something new from every internship. So considering that I did my second year internship after my fourth sem at IASC. So at IAC, I worked in a nano devices lab and I worked on like characterization and testing of nano devices, those MOSFETs and other MOSFETs, diodes and other transistors. So with that, so one of the only few labs in India that have these testing setups is in IIT Bombay or IAC. So 
they i had really good mentors there and i figured out that there are some uh, professors in nitk as well who do such work so so i went to one of the professors in ec department and then continued doing that work so after that during uh, as i told before at the end of my fifth sem i decided to pursue research so i started applying and mailing some profs when i got a referee uh, when i got an approval for a six month sem off i went to my proper reference letter so that's when he told that he had this opportunity for me for a industry based sem off and he told that since i've had a research based internship it would be good if i learn what exactly the industry has to offer so after after a week or so i accepted that and that thought infineon is and i'll be finishing that in two weeks so at infineon worked on designing a power electronic pro product and oxygen pass supply and that's it yeah all right that sounds amazing so now coming to the main uh, part of this entire podcast coming to tudep like first of all uh, how did you select tudep how did you select the country uh, the the university then how did you actually decide to go for it what was that uh, process like the entire application process and everything yeah so i started looking for universities when covid struck and we had to get back home so that's when i started when our five or six sems get got over so the main factors that i considered while looking for colleges were the faculty the courses the projects that are being done the opportunities post the degree whether it's research or industry based and finally the fees so i feel like this was comprehensive and i made a list of around 40 to 50 universities it is pretty exhaustive and i would i recommend doing that first while you are planning for your gre or toefl because that's when you will actually know what are the colleges are targeting so eventually i decided to not apply not look much towards us universities because uh, i wanted to have some sort of industry exposure industry work in my domain and i realized that us has little more research oriented in mind than i would prefer however there are some exceptions for some universities and i was planning on applying for them so for so with respect to delft i the course structure was something that i really liked so they have one year of course intensive work followed with a quarter of quarter semester of internship with a nine month thesis project with the lab that you like so looking at all that and then speaking to a few seniors about what are the opportunities post ms so i was looking at two options either i'll go towards the industry and work and i'll work there or i will do my phd at delft itself so considering those options i decided to go for delft also another important factor that that i considered was the fees the fees in delft is around 30 to 40% lesser than the us colleges so, yeah so that's why i chose delft however so why i would recommend searching universities before is you will wait now in my in my case i the gre that i wrote ended up not being useful at all i didn't even use my gre for any application so that's why it's important to have an idea of what are the colleges you're looking for and what are the courses you're targeting at all right yeah, so that's it so yeah um and finally now the uh, question uh, with respect to you know uh 
how how is delft different from other universities because i feel that delft uh, accepts applications much before and also provides results much before other colleges so um, how is that the entire procedure like like applying for delft and yes so uh, except for aerospace and embedded delft has a rolling application so they accept on they accept on first come first serve basis till they reach the limit so they have a upper cap of how many people they want to take and till till they reach that limit they'll accept candidates as they like if if they are suitable for your course so and their deadlines and their application opens on october 15th so most of the seniors i knew did apply very pretty early and uh us colleges they they do everything at once so that close that happens in the month of march or april so that's why their results come late and german colleges open in the month of jan so that's why it's late however i yes so that's why delft is pretty early all right that's amazing so yeah uh, the final question uh, what's your plan after you know the masters in delft so as i told before i'm looking to work in the domain of power electronics and renewable energy systems so i see myself either working in the industry europe as is a really good industry for renewable energy so i would look to work there or if i'm really interested to continue the research after my thesis project i plan on doing a phd there i'm eventually looking to move back to india and however i don't know in what capacity so those are one of the reasons why i didn't go for us and chose to join delft awesome yeah that makes a lot of sense so yeah i guess that's about it that is really enlightening and a really good um uh, uh session uh, and i'm pretty sure all our listeners have managed to grasp quite a lot through this entire podcast so yeah uh, thanks a lot suraj uh, so yeah any concluding thoughts as well yeah, so there's one thing i had to tell so most of us try to when we come to college we try to learn expect a lot to learn from the courses but it's kind of disappointing so i would suggest all everyone to go through many online courses this year we had the free coursera subscription and the npetel is a really good resource that's where most of us have learned our stuff yeah okay awesome so yeah guys that wraps up the third episode of idrply podcast stay tuned for the next episode which will be coming out soon thank you